Hello and welcome to Hiccup, the podcast series that explores all things parenting and mum life. I'm Jen, aka Irish Mama Bias, and each week I'll be joined by a special mum guest. We'll have a chat, we'll answer some of your listener questions, and just have some fun. So sit back, relax, if possible, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Special mention is to the Arty Fox. Arts and crafts is such a big thing whenever you're a parent and I'm always looking for something new and this is absolutely perfect. The Arty Fox creative craft boxes are so amazing for kids. Make sure to keep a lookout for the Christmas card boxes which will be on sale very soon and follow the Arty Fox on Instagram and keep up to date on their website www.theartyfox.ie. In this week's episode I speak to Lucy Kiros. Lucy shares her journey with me from Colombia to Australia to Ireland. She talks about how her experience working in different marketing jobs and having her children has led her down her path as an entrepreneur. Lucy tells me all about her Mumpreneur Academy and shares so much valuable and motivating advice. You'll be ready to reach your goals after this one. Hello and a big welcome to Lucy to the show. How are you, Lucy? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Excellent. I'm so happy to meet you. I'm always looking at your social media and so beautiful and colorful. Oh, thank you. Trying to work to a nice visual world, let's say. Yeah, it looks so nice. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm Lucy Quiroz. I'm originally from Colombia, uh, but... In 2008, I moved to Australia to study English because I need English for my profession back home. So back home, I was a social communication journalist. So I was going into a new role, but I didn't speak English. So I chose the farthest place in the world to go and study English. After, I suppose, going for a year, I went to Australia, studied English a year, supposed to go back. My English wasn't hundred percent but my dad say just stay there do another year and learn more English I travel around Australia uh, decide not to go back do a master so I did a master in professional marketing um, and almost at the end I met an Irishman so um, decided to stay give it a go so I graduate I find my first full-time job and love uh, then two years after, we moved together and, yeah, just things took us there. And now we are in Ireland. We arrived here two years ago. Okay. So, it's, yeah. been a, it's been a real roller coaster journey. Yeah, yeah. Just go with the easy gone, go with the flow. Brilliant. That's so good. So you, your English is amazing. Um, oh, it's yeah. so good. I, I work as a... Um, an ESL teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> I know. I, I think I have done IELTS. I have done, I don't know, 20. Uh, oh, no. I know. The exams are just horrible, really. They it really is, are. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I think even for like a native English speaker, some of these exams, like the the C1 level is poof, it's so hard. I know, Colum, um, I made him do one because he was like complaining like, Lucy, why do you keep doing this? And uh, and I'm like, love, you have to sit 
and do it. It's it's not what a normal English speaker will do it. No. And he fails the first time. He fails the listening. Yeah. Um, reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's just technique, I think. It definitely is. It's one of those things that even a native speaker would have to practice it like 20 times to pass it because it's it's technique for sure. Yeah. But you got all your English now. You're amazing. <laughs> well, do you know what? I'm still learning. I think every day I learn something in yeah. English or, you know, I don't speak perfectly. I, I Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm using the wrong um, phrasal verbs or something. And yeah. my daughter is correcting my email, my speaking, you know, she's yeah. like, it's no clap, like clapping is clap. And I'm like, all right, I don't see the difference, but yeah, whatever you say. <laughs> I know, but it's a, it's so hard to learn every single word of a language and you're always going to find something new to learn. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the kids are sponges. They just learn everything, so. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> Do they speak Spanish too? Um, yes, I speak to them in Spanish, so they understand everything that I say. Um, they are refusing now to speak in Spanish. They try, but they are in an Irish school, so they oh. are learning Irish. And I think that has helped them to understand mom speak Spanish, dad speak English, and in school will speak Irish and have opened their mind more. Oh, so sure. Valentina is like when we do her homework, we are a mess because I we do her homework in Spanish. So I speak in Spanish, she speaks in English, and then she translated into Irish. So oh my goodness. They are gonna have so many opportunities when they are older. That's amazing. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Very good. I'm still I lived in Spain, but my Spanish is terrible so I'm like doing lessons as well at the moment but it's oh it's hard <laughs> no you know what is the secret in in the speaking another language is just speak without fear if you that's make it. a mistake well you make a mistake that's it I, that's it correct me and I remember when I was two years in Australia I used to work in a restaurant and I used to work with a lot of young people and I say to them look if I make a mistake, just correct me and tell me. So they started teaching me jokes and things. And, and you know, it was no fear to make a mistake. Like, and, and I still right now, um, just correct me. I really don't mind. I mind if Colin correct me, I get grumpy. At <laughs> I don't get grumpy to anybody else. <laughs> no, I completely agree with you. It's it's the fear, and then if you get over the fear, you improve a lot quicker for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your career. Then is marketing something that you were always interested in? Was it something that you knew from a very young age that you were? No, 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 no. Um, I always wanted to be journalist. So I got away as a journalist. I worked for uh, some medias back in Colombia. So I worked for Terra Network. That is one of the most biggest um, networking companies in South America and Spain. So it's a Spanish company. I worked there um, just managing the website. So I was, I have been always in the digital world. So yeah. I always have been a digital journalist. So I used to write articles about cinema, economy, girls, different topics. 
Then I moved into um, as a web coordinator in a magazine. It was like a guy magazine. So for tourists, people who visit Bogota. So we're there, managed the website. Um, and then I was going to a role that involved marketing and journalists, but I didn't have any background in marketing. So didn't go that job, went to Australia. And when I started doing market, uh, my research about which master I was going to do, I was like, oh, marketing. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's the new thing. And then I always like it. You know, publicity, graphic designs, I like those sort of things. Yes. So I got into marketing and in marketing at uni, I did website building because I love website and design and graphic design. So I learned how a website work at the back. Um, and because I have been working all my life on websites, I was like that. And then I learned about PR. And then, you know, marketing can be very broad. Yeah. Uh, but when you, like now I specialize in digital marketing strategies. Okay. So trying to narrowly, because if you say marketing, it can be a lot, but uh, mm-hmm. because I have so much experience in online marketing, um, online work, I narrow down to online marketing. So in Australia, my first job that I find was they offered full time, but because I was a student, I couldn't do it full time. So because the guy connects so much with me, he changed it and he hired me as a marketing assistant. Nice. So that was a part time job in in um, one of the biggest nightclubs in Australia. So I was just learning a little bit there. Um, then I moved when I graduated. I had another full time job that was as a marketing assistant for a communications company but this mm-hmm. company that radios like a military radios mm-hmm. so it was a very specialized and very difficult kind of marketing because you're targeting military people okay you know, to so specific these radios so it's the radios that you go to the one uh, they also use for humanitarian things so it was a very specific market I worked there for a year and then I was like, no, I need something else. I find a job as a marketing manager in a beauty place, but it was a mess. So this company, the radios company, they offered me a full-time job and I say, no, I'm going to this one because I want new challenge, blah, blah, blah. I went to this new company. It was a mess. I remember after a week, big crying. <laughs> Do you think it's possible I go back and work with you? Yeah. This is not what they say. And he say, Lucy, I'm sorry. No, we find somebody oh, no. else. So I stick there, but didn't stick for long. I think a month, then I find my dream job. Um, I was an online digital marketing officer in a not-for-profit tourist organization promoting uh, Western Australia, so basically the south of Western Australia. So Mandra is called the Peel region. So mm-hmm. I was promoting them, and, yeah, it was a dream job. Um, yeah, because wow. it's about traveling, connecting with the small businesses, promoting the place. It, it was amazing. But then three months, I got pregnant. <laughs> uh, it was a beautiful surprise. <laughs> uh, but of course. I yes 
So I, I literally panicked when I knew that I was pregnant. And when I knew that I was three months, I think Colin got more excited than me. I was like, my, my life is going down. What I'm going to do with work? And, and I just panicked. But yeah. yeah, you know, when I saw the baby for the first time, things changed. Um, I, I had Valentina. I went back to war when she was six months. And it was a roller coaster. Like, they get sick. You, I don't know, you have to hustle it. Yeah. And Colin was the full time. So I, I was a parent there. And we didn't live close by home, you know. So um, I have to travel. It was hard. So there was when I decided to start my mompreneur journey, start working yes. with my own parents. But I keep my part time job and I was keeping as a mom. Okay. And this is when you were still in Australia. Yes. This okay. was back in 2000. So I had Valentina in 2015. In Australia. Okay. I, I went back when she was six months and I started my business in 2017. Okay. So 2016, I started exploring ideas. I was like, I don't know if I can live this life like mom and go to work. I was like, and I, and I was a digital marketing officer, you know, so I had a lot of responsibilities and I was like, I don't know if I want to go back to all these responsibilities. Like, for example, one day I dropped Valentina. I had an important meeting that day. So I dropped Valentina early in the morning, 730, uh, drove to work uh, to set up everything for the meeting. My meeting was at nine. When at 830, they called me that she falls. Oh, no. And hit her lip. And I say, oh, can I collect her in an hour? They say, no, it looks like really need to have to collect her. So 8.30, I had a meeting at night. Oh, I have no. to do everything to schedule the meeting and cancel everybody last minute. Then run, get her, then go take it to the hospital. And they, that was a, a day of, we didn't get out of hospital until three. Yeah. Just complete chaos. Exactly. And, and you know, it's bugs. Um, it's flu season. It's not just that. Everything. They can be good today and they can be sick tomorrow. So, you know, mm-hmm. and it was that guiltiness of like, she wasn't well the next day calling my boss like, oh, I'm sorry, I cannot go to work tomorrow. So I tried to work at home, but it didn't work. So I was, I was, I started exploring ideas. You know, I opened a YouTube channel and I was like, oh, I'm going to do cooking because I love cooking. And I worked in a restaurant for uh-huh. five years. When I was in Australia, studying my master, when I arrived to Australia, to Australia, I worked in a restaurant and I started as a kitchen hand and I was the head cook, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. YouTube channel cooking, but no, that wasn't my thing. And I was like, oh, I'm, I don't know. I don't like beauty or anything like that. I'm like, no, I cannot do that. So I started exploring ideas and I hired in 2016, I hired a coach and yeah, she helped me to learn my idea. And a lot of has happened, you know, since it's 2016, 17 to now, everything has been transforming and slowly finding more and more my path, my niche. And was it having Valentina that um, gave you the idea for your academy? Yes. So I think it's a necessity, you know, Um, because I wanted to have a business before I had her, but I I didn't land the idea. 
You know, it wasn't a necessity. I was flexible. I was working. I was making money. I was traveling. But when she born, everything transformed. You know, my old style life didn't fit in the new one. And I was like, I don't want to be at work. And if she's something happened to her, I have to be there. You know, I want to be, I also wanted include her into my life. I wonder, she see what I do. So yes. that was when I decided, I'm like, I want to start my own business. The Academy, Montpreneur Academy, coming to life a year ago. Okay. No, no. It was a crazy idea. I'm like, no, I want to serve more people. I want to help more people. And, I, and yeah, and when was when the Montpreneur Academy born. But before that, I did the first things I, I did I was working with one-on-one clients, so I, I designed websites for them. Uh, I have one client that she's an engineer and she works with the mind, so she needed a net website. And I met her in a swimming class with Valentina. Excellent. You know? So I designed her, her um, website and did like um, her strategy. And then another client was a friend. She was selling, I think, makeup thing. So she needed help. I helped her too. And then I decided to do a Montpreneur Summit. So in 2017, I did a Montpreneur Summit that was basically um, and three days events mm-hmm. inspired with the idea to inspire and teach moms in business. So I put together 16 plus lady bosses who share how they start their business and their knowledge. I had 250 attendees, so I couldn't believe it. And um, then... In 2019, before I came here, uh, I ran the Montpreneur Lounge. It was a free, um, a kids-friendly event for moms in business. Basically, this event was designed to inspire, teach, and motivate moms to run a business. So I had three ladies. I was a host, and I have three ladies. I have Fiona, actually an Irish girl uh, that had her business, a successful business in Australia. She developed this dry powder that dries your tongue oh okay you should check it out she's glow um glow glow dry australia so fiona she's my inspirational case study so she told moms how she started her business how she grow it and how she's making 10 plus car a month then i have jael uh, my email marketing expert and Amanda Jarrington, who teach moms how to do their DIY phones, uh, photos with their phone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a so loud event. Um, couldn't believe it either. Wow, that's amazing. I bet you didn't expect that at all, like just from your first event for moms and so there. No, no, because you know what I, I believe when I decide to do the Montpreneur Lunch, my so loud event. I just had a crazy idea. I say, I need to do something that scares me enough to do it. <laughs> I, I need to do something that kick my belly and make me sick, you know? <laughs> yeah. And when you feel sick and you feel like your belly hurts and you can't do it, it's when you push it through. Yes, yes. And I'm sure then um, when you decided to move home, you were probably feeling like confident that this this was an idea you could do in Ireland? 
Yes, I actually tried to do the Montpreneur Lounge here when we went into lockdown. Mm-hmm. So, of course, couldn't happen. Now, in my vision board, it's having the Montpreneur Lounge Irish version. I'm not sure, you know, restrictions are changing. So I'm waiting. It's on my head, but I'm waiting for the right time to run it. I think as soon as restrictions get up, I will go and and do a mompreneur lunch here because I think this event, if you mingle with people that thinks like you, you grow, you know, and and it's about inspiring, you know, and I I have in my mind also to do the mompreneur lunch Colombia version. So let's see what happens. Oh, wow. Amazing. You're so right when you mingle with other people that are kind of trying to put their ideas together and start something, you get ideas from them for sure. Yeah. Okay. So tell me a little bit about the mompreneur then. What kind of things are you teaching and what are they learning? Um, Tell me a little bit. Okay. Inside the Mompreneur Academy. um, So basically it's a membership. You can join it monthly or yearly. At the moment, it's closed, um, <clears throat> but I open it a few times a year. Mm-hmm. So inside the Mompreneur Academy, basically, I am your mentor, but I also have um, a special guest that come and do a masterclass. So each month, you will have access to a masterclass, a training, um, a fast pass. Usually, a fast pass will be a document that helps you to take actions regarding that masterclass because I'm all about taking actions you know it's not about saying I'm gonna do or I'm gonna learn this if you learn something you need to put it into action yes in order to move forward okay so I'm basically in the academy kicking us um my girls um to make action like if you commit to do something I want to see the result so the masterclass for example October's masterclass was about key messages I'm very passionate about key message because if you don't communicate right with your audience, you're not going to attract the, the right audience and you're not going to sell and you're not going to increase sales. So you need to get your key message right for you, for your business and your products. Yes. And the fast pass uh, this month, they haven't get it. They will get it this week. So it's uh, basically some already done captions that they can include their key message. So basically they're getting a caption for social media. It's already done, but they just have to put the audience and their key message. So that's the the fast pass. So with this fast pass, I push them to do the training and apply it. Okay. And this month, at the end of the month, we're doing, uh, because the year is ending, uh, we're doing... Usually every month at the end of the year, we have a group coaching session. But this month, the group coaching session will be a fiesta party where we're going to share our goals for next year. And the idea is to kick them to make (laughs) that goal real. So for me, everything is goal. So what I want to do with my ladies this month is they tell me the goal for January, February. Then we're going to go backwards and list all the action plans that we have to do it to reach that goal you know it's it's like having a view and then when you have that view clear okay what I have to do to get there and it leaves all those steps yes that's amazing because it's so true 
we do different courses and you know different classes and we learn things but then kind of your life gets in the way and maybe you don't always apply them but in this way they've got you like scaring them into (laughs) come on girl you have to do this now (laughs) yeah and and you know I like very personalized things so I will message them directly like okay um have you done your homework when (laughs) when it's gonna be done I'm gonna I'm gonna check it and you know I I sort of push them but also in a nice gentle way also in a nice motivational way because I'm all about inspiring and motivating because I know all moms is not they don't want to have business and it's okay so if you don't want to have a business and you want to cook that is okay just do it and you know it's about just getting your life sorted you know that so I'm there to support the ladies exactly and tell me what kind of moms or ladies do you get coming to you like what kind of things are they trying to start okay I have moms all over the world to start with I have from Australia um so in Australia the which ones I have in Australia they already have a business so um, I have one that is a sweet liar's pastry um so she designs petty cakes uh, little bite-sized cakes, but she wants to grow her business, okay? Mm. She wants to create more brand awareness and all that. So we're focusing with her, like, okay, how people can get, you know, and order more. I also have a portrait photographer that she is amazing. She does um, um, photos, but her photos are, her style is beautiful. So she wants to get more clients on. And we have another that she was a Roomba Fit coach, and um, now she's launching her own program. So we're working her key message again to launch her own programs. Her own program just turned one and is very successful. Nice. Um, I have a lady that she just started her business, but now she's moving to sell sauce. So she started her business and she's moving so selling sauce. Um, I have Irish ladies too uh, that do journalings, uh, like books, work with kids yeah. um, crafts craft for kids I have I think um, I've seen some of those yeah <laughs> I have in Canada um a blogger and environmental friendly pencils and I have one client in South Arabia that she is a well-being coach wow so, so it, it, it varies it's so much right yeah because, you know, all businesses have basically the same startups, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, I try to design this. I have a six-step process that you can apply to any business. It's yeah. basically a six-step six process that can help you to launch and grow your business, okay? But the idea is just to identify what are your needs and wants, and find what works for you. Maybe yeah. what works for you doesn't work for me. It is a type of formula that you can apply to everybody, but you just adjust it depending on your target market. It's like saying, like for example, McDonald's. Everywhere in the world you can see McDonald's and it's the same thing. They have the same key message. But when you go and see the menu, the McDonald's in Indonesia is not the same menu to here. You know, yes. it's slightly changing, 
depends on the target market. Because in Indonesia, they target another type of people with different needs. Here, they target different needs. So it, it is the same name, the same business, but adjusted to the area. Yeah, exactly. So you're just like helping them kind of get started and kind of um, define what kind of goals they have and everything. But different businesses might have different. Yeah, and you know, and the success of a business is knowing your client from the inside out, mm. knowing your potential niche. If I go with someone that say, "Look, I work with everybody. My client is everybody." Okay, you're going run. You know, the smaller your target market is, the better. The smaller your niche is, the better. Because you can have a target market, but that target market is segmented into five or three pieces. And then if you choose one of those those niche, you focus. It's when I started. When I started, I focused purely in stay-at-home moms who wanted to launch a business. Yes. Now that I know the target market so much from the inside out, that I know what they think, that I, I can predict them, I move to our target markets that are stay-at-home moms who have a business and want to grow it, you know? Yes. And now I'm learning about this target market to predict them. Because if I can predict them, I can... Go to their problems and offer a solution. Mm. And, okay, so you're at home now and you've got your two girls, three and six, is it, did you say? Yes. Three and six. So you're super organized, but there must be days when it's like, I can't, like, (laughs) this is so hard. (laughs) I've got two kids. Oh, I'm not really organized. I try to. Um, But... Before, I used to be like really, I like really things very in schedule, you know. When I had Valentina, I could tell you what time she wake up, eat <laughs> everything on the whiteboard on the kitchen and telling me everything. Now I'm more flexible. With two, you can. Uh, and yes, some days are crazy. Like today, I don't think today is going to be crazy day because it's not many activities. But what I have done is sort of organize things on my own. So what I do basically is I organize always first family, special mm-hmm. days, families. My family go first. And when all that is set up and organized and I know what is happening, I go to business. So basically every December, November, December, I print all the next year calendar. Wow. And I lock holidays, special birthdays, special days, for the family and especially uh, days that I want to have off, like Colin's birthday, my birthday, Gail's birthdays. And I'm like, okay, I'm not working here. Then I'm going into lunches. I'm like, okay, when I'm going to launch something? Okay, I can launch here, here, here. And then I plan the other business tasks. Like that, it let me be more flexible with my family because that was the idea of starting my business. Yes. Being flexible. You know, and I'm working on my own time and I'm flexible. So it's no guilt. If I have to cancel a meeting, I move it. It's my time. And I have blocked it in a sort of way um, that I work after I drop the case at the school and then Perfect. I almost finish at 1.30 and that's me done. So, for example, today, how my day looks today, I wake up 5 a.m. 
and I went to the gym. I'm doing boot camp because, you know, I have discovered if I don't do exercise, I'm a grumpy mom. So I I have to be a nice mom, okay? If I am a nice mom, everybody will be happy. And how I am a nice mom after I go to my boot camp, sweat and all that. So at 5.45, I finish, come home, get ready, organize the kitchen, get everything set up. And then I get a shower, dress, and then I guess I wake up them at 7.30. Mm-hmm. And then get ready, you know? But if I put me time first, I sort of feel it's better. Yes. It's getting harder to wake up early now with winter coming. It is no easy. I'm no a morning person. Don't think that I am the 5 a.m. business club. No, I don't belong to that. But what I also have found is if I try to work at night or do my things at night, I'm too tired. Yeah. You know? So after I put the girls on bed, 9, 9.30, that I'm, I have free time, my brain is not working. I just want to sit on the couch and watch TV and not think. Yeah. You know? So for that reason, I'm trying to work early in the mornings. If I don't go to the gym early in the morning, um, I will wake up early in the morning for me time, you know, yes. for sitting up, journaling, or putting my my face mascaras and feeling like I love myself because I'm going to be a nicer mom. I can yeah. be very mom too. <laughs> I know, I know exactly what you mean. I keep on thinking I want to do this. I want to get up before the children because I think it would be nice just to have that time for yourself before you have to start dealing with everybody else. I completely get that. Yes, but also I what I say to everybody, don't give yourself a hard time if you cannot do it, okay? Yeah. If you don't do it the first time, you know, success, just apply something that works for you. Like what I say, with all these organizational techniques and organized here, and diary, journaling and all that, maybe what works for me doesn't work for you, hmm. okay? So it, we just need to apply it to our own needs. At the moment, because my husband works in Dublin, um, I don't have any time to work to the gym and all that. But I have found now that 5 a.m. is good for me. You yeah. Know? And again, it's not easy. It, it's been like a process. But now my clock body, I'm going to the gym Thursdays and Fridays. My clock body wake me up and is like, come on. And I don't <laughs> want to go. But every morning in this, I sit on the bed and I'm like, Lucy, after this, you're going to feel better. When you get out of the gym, you're going to feel better. You're going <laughs> to feel better. Mondays, I wake up 5.30 to work, to just clean up my my head and all that. And I'm like, I don't want to wake up. But I'm like, Lucy, if you wake up right now, you're going to feel happier later. You're going to feel happier later. And it's <laughs> this conversation that's going in my mind. I know. And you have to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you have to listen. You can't just say, nope, <laughs> I'm ignoring you. <laughs> and then, so you try and get your work done um, earlier on in the day and you get up early. And then in the afternoon, how do you spend your days? With the girls. Yeah. So, well, they are right now in a lot of activities. So I feel like a taxi driver. <laughs> so basically after I collect Paloma, we sit outside on Valentina's school because Paloma finished 1.30, Valentina finished at 2. So basically, I get a lot of snacks to Paloma um, while we wait for Valentina. 
usually we collect Valentina, bring them home, change, do the homework, um, do the afternoon tea. And then like today, I have to drop Valentina to gymnastic. So if the weather is okay, I will take Paloma to the park. But because she also is a lockdown baby, she loves going to the shops. <laughs> Very she finds them fascinating. So probably <laughs> we will go for a bit to the shops or something. They come home, do dinner. Um, we also, after dinner, have a playtime. Uh, cooking time the girls likes to play cooking do mess or painting and uh, we're doing um decoration for halloween so i think today we're gonna do that nice then then it's bedtime read a book um brush your teeth and into bed and then i will do nothing yes <laughs> switch off just switch off then try to switch off Gen- well generally I will post a reels today after 10 p.m. because it's my fe- my best reels time. Okay. But after that, I won't do anything else. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. So a listener question, but today the listener question is for me. Okay. <laughs> so the question is, um, what advice would you give to a mom starting out and wanting to set up her own business while balancing home life? Hmm. Okay. So if you want to start a business, just do it. That will be the first thing I will say. Just get your idea out there. You're going to be scared. People will say, you're crazy. That's not going to work. But just go and do it. Okay. In the way, you will find a lot of rocks that will lead you to the right path. Okay. Um, if you want a work-life balance, as I said before, prioritize your family. If that's your goal. Like for me, my goal, my main goal was having a um, work-life balance, a flexible time to be there for my family. So that was my main goal. So I recommend you set up the goal. If it's financially, um, emotionally, whatever is your goal is, organize your idea around that goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go um, mingle with people that if, if it's a business that you want to have, go find people who own business, listen to them, um, mingle with them. You know, usually you will find that we all think the same in different ways, but we are all the same and they will inspire you because if you mingle with the wrong people, you're going to go get the wrong energies. So go get your idea out there, write it on paper. Anything that you write will come true, okay? Uh, mingle with the right people. If you need support, go and hire someone that can help you to kick your goals. Um, do goal setting. I all I believe if you, as I said before, if you set up a goal and then list all the steps to get that goal, you will get to that goal. In, you, maybe you don't have all the time. If you have one hour every day to work, work one hour. That's it. Set up one goal a day. If you do one thing that moves you forward every day in a week will be seven things. But in a year will be 365 things. That's a lot. Yeah. So in a short time, it might, it might look like, no, it's nothing, one thing. But in a long time, that will do a lot. So I did this. 
last year when Paloma wasn't at the school. So she was here 24-7. So usually what I will do is get the best time, drop Valentina. Best time for Paloma was 10. With the TV, I used to set up a play stage. So from the door will be toys and everything like little mess painting, Play-Doh, things for her to go. The last thing will be iPad and then me. <laughs> you have to cross everything to come here. So but what I did was like, I always have lists everywhere. So I have every Sunday, I used to sit, do my to-do list for the week. And then every day, just choose one thing to achieve. If you achieve one thing and you tickle it off, it will motivate you. But if you have three and you don't reach any, it will unmotivate you. So just schedule one thing, one thing. And if you get it done, you can move to the next one. Yeah. So, yeah, that will be nice. I love this. I love this. Such good advice. And I think it's so true. Like, you have ideas in your head and it seems like such a big thing to achieve. But if you kind of write uh, for a start to write your idea down, you know, yeah. it's all, I think all the ideas that come true are the ones that you just have to write them down. Yes. You forget them. Exactly. Yeah. And some people, I don't know if you're the same, but sometimes you go through that many ideas in your head and you're like, okay. And if you don't write them down, it's true. They just go. <laughs> And look, it's not any any idea is silly or too big or anything. Yeah. An idea is an idea. And if you explode it, it can be a really great idea. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, okay, I'm gonna ask you, who is your mom's inspiration? <laughs> mom's inspiration. Well, actually, my mom's inspiration. Is one of my um, mentors. She's Tracy Harris. She's over in Australia. And I have been working with her for three years. But, you know, she's so inspirational and how everything that she does. Yeah, definitely. That's so nice. Well, I have to say, after having this conversation, I feel so motivated and inspired <laughs> you definitely oh, have that effect yeah. you really really do <laughs> I'm glad because I'm all about that and everything that I do when I put out there is with the idea to inspire and motivate and uh, yes I'm a big fan of like come on moms let's put your business because I know how hard it is to be a stay-at-home moms and you know talking about kids all the time washing dishes clean gear cook how tired it can be but we need to find something else that is rather than babies and all. It doesn't mean that you're not going to love your kids anymore. Exactly. You will still loving them. But it's you teaching your, you teaching your kids self-care and you take care after you. And as I said before, all moms don't want to have a business. And that is okay. It's like my story. When I was a kid, I never was an entrepreneur. I never saw anything at the school. I never thought I went to have a business. My dream was to work in a company. That was my dream. My dream job was like working in a company, scale, and stay there. Never thought to have a business. And my mom had a business. My mom had many businesses, but I was like, no, that's not my idea. And look at me here. Yeah, I know. And then life <laughs> happens and little Valentina comes along and there you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> 
Well, a big thank you for coming on the show, Lucy. It's been so amazing. And I think you're going to inspire so many other moms when they hear this. Well, let's do it. Thank you for taking me here. The first time I hear your podcast, I was like, blown. I was like, mm, it's, it's a diamond here that it's, it slowly is going to grow and grow and grow. And if you keep, just put your goal there and leave so all these action steps and you will get where you want. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Instagram at HiccupPod. For news and updates, check out www.irishmamabice.ie slash hiccup. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast streaming app.